and welcome to the Prophet's Voice podcast. We're about the business of bringing your purpose to life. My name is Elder Gwen Cohen, and I am sitting in the studio with the miraculous, marvelous Marcus Mooney from Original Purpose and Intent. Too kind, too oh, kind. <laughs> Obey Media Productions. And of course, I'm going to say it like I want to say it, y'all, the syrup on my pancakes, or maybe I'll say the syrup on my French toast today. Ah, I like uh, that. Yes. And I'll say the ketchup on my fries. <laughs> uh, in the presence of El- Elliot Cohen, my husband, partner, friend, all of that stuff uh, for now, 28 years. Wow. We dated three, so it's 31 years all total. I praise God for him. Say, hey, Elliot. Hey, <laughs> of course, y'all know, y'all know that's what he's going to say, right? <laughs> well, I want to let you know, you can reach out to us, of course, at theprophetsvoice.net. Uh, that's the place to get us. Or you can email us at info at theprophetsvoice.net. We are excited. Just want to make sure I put a plug in. If you go to our website, you can RSVP for our masterclass, The Power of Purpose. Yes. We've got a new time and a new format. We are one night a week, an hour and a half. I promise you. It is transformational. It is life-changing. You will understand that you are a solution. You are not a problem. You are a solution. You have the ability. Everything that you need is inside of you. Yes. And your time is now because you're on the planet, because God gave you a specific birth date and made sure that you were going to be here on time. When a problem rose in the earth realm, you are here. Join us. And you can do that again at www.theprophetsvoice.net. Just RSVP for the free masterclass, The Power of Purpose. We are on chapter 12 of our real life, real time, real talk with a very real God book. Ah, I'm so excited about it. We are moving through. This is one of, I'd say, well, I want to say favorite chapters, but all of them are my favorite chapters. This is a question, of course, a a culmination of questions that I asked God over the years of my life. This one is a good one, y'all. It is (laughs) pray for them. God, you're joking, right? Yes, that's what I said. Pray for them. them, God. God. You're, You're joking, joking, right? Right? Yes, that's, that's it. I know there's some of you out there that know exactly what I'm feeling. Remember, this is real talk. We're real life, real time, real talk with a very real God. Yes. And we believe in being real on this podcast. Marcus, when you hear me say that, pray for them. (laughs) You're joking, right? What comes to mind? Oh, man. I mean, you know, I'm ashamed to say, uh, really, to be honest, uh, because I have been in that space before. Yes. uh, I did. It was some folk. I didn't I didn't want to pray for them. (laughs) I didn't want to deal with them. Uh, I didn't want to sit beside them. I didn't want to fellowship with them. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, do we got to share the same space and breathe the same air? Uh, yeah, I've definitely been there before. Uh, God, this has got to be a joke on me. This has got to uh, be a joke. You know, but uh, when you really start to tap into his love, you realize just how much of it he has for all of us, mm. starting with Y-O-U. That's right. I said years ago, I recall the seasoned saints of the church always saying to us young saved folk, who thought we knew it all, wait until your faith is tested. (laughs) Yes. Then they would always follow it up with Job 23 and 10. But he knows the way that I take. And when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. I remember thinking, they don't even know me. Mm. They don't know my story. Mm. I've been tested. I've been tried. And even years later, when I heard this kind of dialogue, I would revert back 
to my responses from my earlier years. They don't know my story. They have no idea what I've been through. Huh? Now, I'm going to say this. <laughs> Forgiveness wasn't a challenging thing for me. It's not. I don't like holding grudges because I can't remember all that. And I don't like spite <laughs> for spite. I just can't. It's too much to remember and it's too much to weighs you down. It's mm-hmm. just not my nature. I usually am upset for a moment and then I can genuinely believe in letting go and moving on. Now, that happened really well until I got married and we'll, that's another podcast. But there were moments where I just was upset. So what I did was I didn't talk. But like I said, that's another podcast. Mm-hmm. And so what some spaces have been more difficult than others. I eventually forgave and overcame it. But there came a time in my life when it wasn't so easy. You'll have to uh, get the book to go through the whole story. I'll just let you know. A family dynamic arose. It changed my life immensely. It, it, it took me down through a spiritual and emotional spiral that pushed me to the brink of suicide mm. again. So need to let you, those of you who have experienced suicidal thoughts, don't feel guilty. Don't feel uh, like you're a failure. Go to God. That's right. Uh, and talk to somebody. That's Let somebody right. know that's how you feel. But this particular family dynamic put me in a space where I didn't think I would be able to um, recover. But it also brought to light for me some things that I had noticed all through my life as I was a young child. And I noticed how uh, it seemed that I was ignored when other people got love and hugs and all of that. Needless to say, when this revelation came, I was faced with deciding how I would respond. I need y'all to know I'm saying in this book, talk about the wilderness. When the truth came out, I was too devastated to be angry with anybody. I really was. Anybody dealt with something that came out to you, a truth that came out that you just so hurt. You can't be mad. You're just mm. so depressed. You can't be really upset. You're just so devastated that you can't even be mad at anybody, not even God. And my only question to him was, what do I do now? Mm. What do I do now? That's so good. Marcus, what do I say? What, let's read this, read the rest of that, that paragraph. Have you ever tried in such a way your entire world has been turned upside down? I don't mean a somebody doesn't like me test or a they didn't speak to me test. I've failed those tests as well. Uh, I mean a trial challenging the very essence of who you are. Have you experienced a level of persecution and rebuke that cuts to the very core of you? This was that test. This was what the seasoned saints were referring to. Now I get it. Okay, God. What do I do now? Marcus, talk to me about that a little bit. Well, I mean, like I said, I I have been in those spaces before where uh, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, what's going on with my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Mm -hmm. when I'm in that space, I don't want to deal with everybody else, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm not in a good space. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, and, you know, we talked about it uh, last last podcast. When you're in that space, usually you are out of gas. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, you're running on fumes. You're trying to put things together. You're trying to figure stuff out. You're trying to wear that spiritual camouflage that Uh we talked about. Yes, you are. You know, all the while you're going through something that only 
God really can understand. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you can try to explain it to people, but, you know, unless people are walking through your shoes, in your shoes and through your tests and trials and tribulations, they really don't understand. So it's pointless for you to try to sit there and think, you know, well, they don't know my story. Of course, they don't know your story. Most of us are still trying to get to know our story. That's right. That's right. right. And so that is a place, though, I will say this. That is a place that is perfect for really coming to know Jesus mm. and really getting to a place <laughs> where to know, God right. can work. Amen. <laughs> right, right. Yes. And God says to you, pray for them. Pray for them. And I go, God, you're joking, right? <laughs> he said, pray for them. I said, pray for them. God, I need somebody to pray for me right now. That's right. Pray I don't try to kill them. Pray <laughs> oh, I don't my kill goodness. myself. Pray I will get through this. Pray I don't lose my mind. God said, pray for them. Pray for them. What? Pray for them. Why? Pray for them. Is this all you have to offer at this moment, God? That's what I was saying. I know it's somebody out there. Yes. My whole life is gone. Who am I? I've lived my all my life thinking I was one person, and now I'm being told I'm someone else. Pray for them. Really? Wow. Anybody out there, I know you all are out there and you're thinking about it and you're sitting there pondering as you listen to this podcast. If you're driving and it's making you cry, I'm going to suggest you pull off the side of the road for a moment so that you can compose yourself and Mm -hmm. gather yourself because this is a devastating moment. It is a moment. And even what's more devastating, I think, is really the fact that God would ask you to pray for them. Mm -hmm. That, that, That when you are feeling at your worst, when you're feeling at your um, worst moment ever possible in your life that you could ever think of. Um, I've not been experienced a devastating illness. I did have Lyme's disease. My life was Mm. almost taken through that. But even that wasn't as devastating as this. Even that wasn't where I, you felt like your whole world had collapsed in on itself mm. and you you were about to implode. And I know that there's someone out there who has experienced that. And I know this sounds crazy to say, pray for them, pray for them, not for yourself, mm-hmm. not for what you're dealing with, but for those that caused it, mm-hmm. pray for them. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to do. It's hard because you're asking, you're like, God, I can't even pray for myself right now. I need to call the intercessors. Right. I need to call the saints of God to pray for me. Have them pray for you. But what you have to do is find it within yourself mm-hmm. where in a place where you've never found that kind of strength before and begin to pray for them. I don't care if you just say, pray for and a name, and mm-hmm. that's it. Lord, I'm praying for, boom, that's the name, and that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you you got to do this long soliloquy where right. you got to go, mm, while my tongue is cleaved to the roof of my mouth and I can't study war no more. We know those, but no, <laughs> no, no, no. And not to make fun of, the, of our elders and our ancestors that pray that way, but I'm just letting you know you don't have to have a posture. Your posture has to be, Lord, I got to pray for those that did this to me. Yes. And I promise you, when you keep doing that, it will bring you back. It, I know it doesn't make sense. I know it doesn't sound like it makes sense. So I say, I begin to pray. Honestly, I didn't start out praying for them. I really didn't. I prayed for myself, but because there were family, I began to pray for them also. I prayed for all of us. I prayed for peace. I prayed for deliverance. I prayed for love. I prayed for mercy. I prayed for forgiveness and reconciliation. I, beca- I prayed because if I knew I didn't, hear me somebody who's out there, Marcus, I want you to weigh in on 
on this. Yes. I prayed because I knew if I didn't, the outcome mm-hmm. would not be good. Yes. You know, <clears throat> it reminds me of a story uh, of the story in scripture uh, where the prophet uh, told the young lady who was uh, dying. Uh, basically, uh, they, they were starving. They, they didn't have any food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know, it was her and her, her son. And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah. Ah, we were you know, talking about yeah, that today. Yeah. And uh, Elijah goes, listen, um, make a small cake for me with what you got left. Then go home and make one for you and your son. Uh-huh. Um, when we're in this place, it's hard for us to think about other people. It's mm. hard for us to think yeah. outside of where we are right there in that situation. Yeah. But God will often use that to to bring us to the place of our deliverance, to bring mm-hmm. us to the place of mm-hmm. our breakthrough if we truly align with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's so crazy because the last thing she was thinking about was making food for somebody Not else. else. Right, <laughs> That's right. the last yeah, thing yeah, that I'm was not, on her mind. <laughs> I come to you for a solution. You give me another problem. You what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, what is mm-hmm. this? God, mm-hmm. you're telling me to pray for people that aren't doing right by me mm-hmm. right now. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? You're telling me to forgive mm-hmm. Right now, when mm. I haven't been able to get to a place where I I can even start thinking like that, like mm-hmm. like to even put my mm-hmm. mind there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're telling me, you're challenging me there. But on the other side of that prayer, mm-hmm. on the other side of that mm-hmm. forgiveness, on mm-hmm. the other side of that patience mm-hmm. is true deliverance. And mm-hmm. that's where he wants us to get. That's where he wants us to go. That's good. Not only is it deliverance for today. And deliverance Mm. for now. It sets us up to do deliverance down the road Mm -hmm. because we understand now what this means. Just because we're going through and and we're and we're facing these adversities does Mm -hmm. not mean that Mm -hmm. we don't have it in us. Mm -hmm. We do. Mm -hmm. We just gotta trust him. We just gotta trust him, you know. Um, and and the other piece which really got me in this, it says, as I was praying, God began to show me me. Yes. So I was, you know, and 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 now hear me when I say that I'm not making lightly of those that have experienced many things like rape, molestation. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, like we have been um, physically abused, domestic violence. I'm not right. I'm not telling you that that is not devastating. I'm not telling you that those are things that you have you forget. What I am telling you is that there's a course of action that ties to your own spiritual deliverance yes. that you have to take. There's also a course of action that you must take that deals with your mental health. I'm a preacher, prophet, believer in <laughs> therapy. So I think that there is a therapeutic aspect that you must address in order to assist you in your own healing. Yes. But in the spirit in the spirit realm, there we fight differently. Yes. We fight differently in the spirit realm for we wrestle not with flesh, flesh and blood, or blood That's right. but with principalities and rulers and wickedness in high places. So we have to remember that this is what has happened to us is all part of a greater plan. That's right. It's all part of a greater uh, a dynamic. Yes. And that often what the enemy has done early in our lives, he sees our future. Mm-hmm. I think Marvin Sapp said it so well. It was him. I want to give him credit that he has looked into your future. Mm-hmm. And so because when we come into the world, the enemy sees our future, he sets things up in order to stop us from what our future is. Yes. There's more tied to this, to your prayer time, than it is just what you've gone through. Because it's not just deliverance for you. It is deliverance for your generations. It is the breaking of generational curses. It is the breaking of generational dynamic that would keep this going if you do not 
pray. I love that. I love that. do not pray. And so I say, while I was praying, God began to show me me. And you know what, Elder, if I can, if I could sure. jump in right there, um, as I began to grow and mature um, mm-hmm. in, in God, mm-hmm. the power of that word and the power of being able to be in a posture of prayer mm-hmm. and uh, and really being able to, to worship God alone, mm-hmm. um, he takes us back to that word and that word becomes the ultimate mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, for mm-hmm. us to see ourselves clearly, mm-hmm. uh, not with the scales that are over our eyes from victimhood or, you know, some of the things that we've even gone through mm-hmm. and truly made us victims, mm-hmm. um, because we all have had those things, um, not just from the struggles and, and you know, the things that wear on us, um, but actually being able to see ourselves clearly mm-hmm. um, also as he sees us, ah, I was gonna which say is you're important. looking through God's mirror. That's right. Which is important. Mirror. It's not yes. just yours. It's yes. him. You yes can see now through his eyes that's different and Mm -hmm. then he starts to show you once you're comfortable enough to see you he'll start to show you other people not to show you their flaws but to show you what he sees in them Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother level of vision come on whole nother level of vision that's a whole nother because we're all flawed that's right and we've all sinned and come short of God's glory that's right and let me say this for the record no sin is greater than any sin amen it is all sin before God so for those of you that are assigning the individuals that we know in our lives who may have gender identification issues, mm-hmm. and you're saying that their sin is greater, that's no, a lie no, from the enemy. No. All sin is greater. It is no It is no greater than the sin of adultery, than the sin of lying, than the sin of cheating. It is no greater than the sin of missing the mark and mm-hmm. not operating in the purpose that God has for you to operate. It is still sin. That's and right. so what God began to do was show me. He showed me how many times I missed the mark. Yes. How many times I sinned against him. And yet there I was in ministry mm. standing for him. I had to pray some more. Yes. He said, remember Gwen when you lied. I prayed some more. Remember Gwen when you were the persecutor. Yes. I prayed some more. Remember when you were spiteful. Yes. Who prayed? I prayed some more. Amen. Because I began to really understand. I began to understand. And then then in prayer, it put me in a place where I could stand in other people's shoes yes. and begin to see exactly what they were dealing That's with. Right. And you know what? I couldn't be mad at nobody. For some of the things, when God showed me the shoes that they were standing in, I thought to myself, you know what? They did good because I might have done worse. <laughs> I might have done worse. What that did for me was took the spotlight off of just what happened to me mm. and begin to give me what I always say to those who who I coach a panoramic view mm-hmm. yes of the of of the kingdom and recognizing that guess what y'all I think some of us going to be surprised when we all get to heaven who gets in and who doesn't <laughs> because it was I need you to look at you I understand they did this was done and I allowed it here's the other thing I allowed this mm. but I allowed this because I have a kingdom perspective Amen. for those of you that are sitting around and going oh woe is me woe is me I need you to know that God has a bird's eye view an eagle eye let me correct that an eagle eye view mm-hmm. of the world and so what God does is not just as it says see your end from your beginning that's right He's you see yourself going through it. He sees you already out of it and doing what he intends for you to do That's right. in the kingdom. And so it was imperative for me to pray because prayer brought me back to myself. Right. And brought me back to him. Wow. And made me recognize that 
I can't carry this because when I carry this, there are generations that are attached to me. There are nations that are attached to me. There's a global community that is attached to the prophet's voice. So I can't carry this because then what? I affect a nation. That's right. I affect a global community. And why would I want to have people walking around and operating in unforgiveness because of my voice? Amen. You know, it's something about that that ego that you spoke about. Um, the beautiful thing about how God created them is their vision mm-hmm. at high elevations oh, come on, is Marcus. unlike any other creature. You're about to make me run up in the studio now. What we do sometimes is we'll elevate ourselves. Ah. <clears throat> now you're high and you're up. But you don't have the vision. But you don't have a vision. Huh? But when God elevates you. You had a vision. Huh? You have yeah. the vision. Yes. You're able to see clearly. Yeah. So you never lose touch with the foundation. That's you never it. lose touch with where you came from. You never lose touch of what he brought you out of. You can see clearly. So mm-hmm. accountability is still there and you're still operating out of the spirit of God. But you're not high and mighty. That's you're, right. You're, you're not too far up. You're that's not too, right. too proud. You know, you know what I'm saying? I know. And that's I know. the beauty of the when beauty God of. does it. Yes, when God does it. And so we want to tell you in this moment that um, when you, for those of you that are st- operating in unforgiveness, mm. unforgiveness to the point where the folk are in the cemetery now. Oh, my goodness. And you mad at bones and dust and dirt. And you're you're mad at someone that has gone on. You're mad about a situation that happened in your past, and now you've allowed your children or your grandchildren to carry that anger into their future. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. So we want we want to pray for you right now. Typically, we offer uh, the call of discipleship. We're going to mm-hmm. do that, but we're going to pray for you right now, yes. Father, in the name of Jesus. Name of we Jesus. pray for those who are experiencing unforgiveness. Bring them into a space yes, where you show them themselves in your mirror, not the mirror of us, but the mirror of you. Yes, Lord. Help them to remember, God, that you have forgiven them so many times, that you've extended grace upon grace upon grace upon grace, that no matter what they did, you were standing there saying, I forgive them. Help them understand that they have to have the same spirit of compassion, yes, the Lord. same spirit of forgiveness. Ah, because your word says, why should I forgive you when you don't get forgive someone else? And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just decree and declare a spirit of forgiveness over your people across the world in Jesus' name and that they will understand that when you show them themselves the necessity of forgiving others in Jesus' name. Marcus, we got a few more minutes. Will you offer our uh, call to discipleship for our listeners this afternoon, this evening? Amen. Yes, he he is, uh, you know, oftentimes find myself going here when I think about salvation um, to that place where I was. Mm. Um, Sometimes we don't even realize just how much we need God. uh, And and that's just being truthful because we don't understand. Um, I was one of those people. I didn't realize just how much I needed him um, until I got to a place where I, I didn't I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know mm. where else to turn. Mm. And um, and God, you know, was there. And I'm so glad that someone was there to help me to get to that place. Um, and so that's all we want to do. We want to offer you the opportunity uh, to understand that right here, right now, wherever you may be, wherever you may be listening, you have the opportunity uh, to receive God, to allow him to come into your heart, 
mm-hmm. come into your life, to receive his son Jesus, to receive the sacrifice that he's made for you. Um, you may be like I was. Uh, maybe you don't realize just how much you need him. Uh, but I promise you, uh, if you give him the opportunity to come into your life, it would be the best choice that you've ever made. And you will be a, there will never be a, tr- a choice that trumps it. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, wherever you are, um, wherever you may be listening, uh, just ask Jesus to come into your heart. Ask him to come into your life. Accept him as your savior. And I, I guarantee you, your life would never be the same. And he will be there for you. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will take you by the hand. And he will be the blessing that keeps on giving because that's just the gift that he is. And I'm so thankful that we have the opportunity to present him in the fullness of who he is, Mm. maker, creator, father, the Mm -hmm. lover of our souls. Mm -hmm. So right now, if you just say, God, come into my heart, Jesus, come into my life, he's there for you. Uh, He will forgive your sins and he will continue to move with you and shape you just as he's done us, just as he's doing us, because this test is not over with. We're still going through, Uh, but he is always with us. Amen. Amen. Yes. Awesome. Well, we're excited that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I promise you, uh, those of you that are experiencing unforgiveness, uh, how important it is for you to begin to pray and ask God to show you yourself through his mirror. And I promise you, when he does that, forgiveness comes easy. We're excited again that you've joined us for chapter 12 uh, (laughs) of Real Life, Real Time, Real Talk with a Very Real God on the Prophet's Voice podcast, where we believe in bringing your purpose to life. I know that you will continue to join us. We're excited. You can reach out to us at www.theprophetsvoice.net or if you want to email us, have a comment or something that you want to say, an insight or even a question, you can do that at info at theprophetsvoice.net. When you go onto the website, take a moment and RSVP for the Power of Purpose Masterclass. It's yes. free. Somebody say free. free. It's free. Just one hour and a half. 90 minutes of one day of the week on a Thursday, I promise you, your life will not be the same. We believe in prophetic transform- transformative coaching. And I want you to know that in an hour and a half, <laughs> I promise you, you'll discover that you are the solution. You have the ability and your time is now on behalf yes. of myself, Marcus Mooney and Elder Co- Elliot Cohen. We say to you, have an awesome day here at The Prophet's Voice. Oh, 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 oh,